Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free outside of San Antonio. It's 866-308-8867. It's a beautiful day here at Millburgers and lots of uh, people out here doing shopping. Man, uh, they are busy. Uh, it's fun watching uh, some stuff in the, the carts and uh, what they're picking up. There's some color out there. And uh, uh, and Calvin, the first thing Calvin noticed was? Lots of milkweed. Yeah. <laughs> lots lots, of, lots mil- of milkweed. Yeah. Uh, the tropical um, version. And uh, that's consistent. I mean, we'll, we were worried that, that our uh, planted... Milkweed and mist flower and all the uh, uh, sources uh, for the butterflies were not going to be uh, resprouting, but they're they're resprouting too. So we got uh, we got a, a good situation now. Uh, hopefully the the tro- the native milkweed will uh, sprout along with the tropical, and uh, the mist flower is coming up. But uh, if you need uh, uh, milkweed, uh, we've got the orange flower tropical milkweed here at Millburgers and lots of it. Lots of it. Yeah, uh, great selection. Uh, lots of uh, items here. The South Texas Blood and Tissue Center is here, and um, I'm pretty sure that even though they would have preferred you uh, make an appointment, if you... Uh, if you come by, either they'll get you scheduled for today or get you scheduled for another time. So you can come on out and be a part of it. It's the second week of Millburgers' big anniversary celebration, 43 years of making gardeners happy here in San Antonio. So, uh, again, we encourage you to come on by and visit with us. Uh, Calvin just got off of a, an exciting speaking engagement with the uh, Garden Ridge Lions Club. That went great. He bowled them over. What were most people talking about, the freeze? Oh, yeah, the freeze damage and the uh, developments you know we when the freeze first occurred in uh, uh, Valentine's week uh, we speculated what was going to happen and and, uh, a lot of what we predicted is not happening and and some of some of it is so we're I'm I'm thinking that in terms of what I was worried about I'm thinking that the the plants have gotten through the freeze a little better than I th- than I expected. There's still some real, you know, sago bombs. Yeah, xylosma. Yeah, uh, citrus uh, that are in tough shape. But uh, but uh, just like I mentioned, the oh, the mist flower and the milkweed. Um, let's see, our uh, blue pumbago is uh, it's coming back. The, yeah. Our Texas mountain laurel, we're not going to have blooms, but, no. but the foliage is good. Look, yeah, and, but that that is the the one plant that has quite a variation in how the foliage would react to the, yeah. 
to the cold. Were there some that wasn't touched at all? Uh, all in my even in my neighborhood, you got like seven or eight different versions, <laughs> and then a lot of and then there were some that were most of the foliage was uh, leaves were knocked off, but it looked like it's still still alive. Yeah, people so, people don't realize the different uh, conditioning of of the same plant in in our landscapes. It, like uh, it, you don't see it uh, until you have a catastrophic uh, freeze like we've had, and that pretty well shows which ones, which plants were hardened off. You know, had been slowed in, in their growth, and which plants were still growing. Really, the rosemary is not showing much uh, no, action. No. You know, and uh, yeah, we we've talked about this before, Jerry. Uh, it really does make a difference when it, what part of the season when that cold oh, spell. Oh yeah, big time. Uh, uh, even a, a lesser cold spell, you know, uh, lesser temp, uh, temperatures that are more, more mild and that didn't last as long at the beginning of the winter season really does more damage quite yeah. often than a, a strong. Uh, freeze uh, experience later in the season. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of seeing that this time. Uh, did you say Zalo, you're seeing Zalosum will come back? No. Just, yeah, just the opposite, yeah. Okay. That, that, but, Neil Sperry uh, yeah. covered that in today's uh, yeah, a lot of, essay lot, life. A lot of, lot of uh, questions about it, and I haven't heard one uh, that uh, says, well, I, it's starting to come back. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we were talking to a fellow that walked up here and described his Asian jasmine uh, that's planted around a tree and growing up a tree, uh, <laughs> growing up the tree like I have. <clears throat> and uh, he was very upset that he, uh, what to do about it. And I told him I said I have that out my restroom window <laughs> that I look at uh, two or three times a day, uh, and uh, uh, I'm getting re- I'm getting ready to cut mine back. Uh, well, I'm one thing <clears throat> if you can stand the weight, um, it uh, you can wait if you can wait until the leaves get crispy. They're all brown now, except for the ones underneath the main canopy. But, uh, and he was going in there with a flexible string trimmer, a weed eater. And I said, well, the problem with that is, <laughs> the problem with that is, uh, you, go, you, you don't get very far before that uh, gets tr- trimmer gets tangled up and you have to stop and unwind it and things like that. But I believe if you if you will wait until the leaves get crispy, you could do it much easier with a flexible string trimmer. Now, as as we would expect, we haven't uh, we haven't seen any action. At least I haven't or hadn't heard any reports on our our subtropical blooming plants, you right, know, yeah. Esperanza and. Uh, Theralis and all those. Yeah, I'm thinking they went to the ground, but then they yeah. should come back. That'll be the question, which so will I, they come back? I had some three-gallon Theralis here okay. in containers. 
I laid them over and I double covered it, and they're alive. All right, good. So I can only imagine in the ground it would have been uh, root hardy. Yeah. Uh, but that's, yeah, the, those were the ones that we had, you had out here at the yeah. entrance yeah. during the summer. Yep, and they, they don't look great, but they are alive. Yeah, we, but, but they bloomed to the very last minute and uh, with those yellow blooms. In fact, I was doing a survey of what's blooming in the nursery last, so, this last summer. And that thryalis was one of the first ones to bloom. You had a whole bunch of them yeah, out there. And it didn't stop. <laughs> and it never stopped until, uh, I don't know, December, January. It went past the first couple of freezes. Yeah, yeah. But well, we still have the uh, speculation on the pride of Barbados, too, whether or that. No, there's no speculation. Mm-hmm. Jerry, Jerry said, is a hammer. said that. And uh, <laughs> at least one other horticulturist uh, <laughs> thinks it's the, the toughest one. To, no, uh, that'll survive. Remember, pride of Barbados, and yeah. Barbados is not uh, just the other side of Dallas or other side of Corpus Christi. It's tropical. Big, we, we we fool with uh, gold star Esperanzas because they're sub they're kind of subtropical, but they're in the tropical category. But. Uh, they, they don't like to be frozen back either. But the good news is, and I think we covered this question last week, uh, the people that had Pride of Barbados, uh, not Pride of Barbados, Esperanza, set some seed. And so they were wanting to know if they could plant the seed and get Gold Star Esperanza back. And that's a no. When you plant the seed of a Gold Star Esperanza, you're going to get maybe... Three to four percent come back as true gold star Esperanza, mm-hmm. but they won't be exactly like the true gold star. So, have you convinced uh, Neil Sperry that 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 the Pride of Barbados is going to no. be the one that uh, no. does yeah. not come back? You should call Neil. Give him a hard time. <laughs> well, bless his heart, he, he he has come around to knowing that uh, why the. Uh, Esperanza doesn't bloom sometimes till very late in the in the fall in the fall. So uh, I I have talked to him and written him about uh, the the uh, the uh, for forgeries we have on Gold Star Esperanza. Now the good good and we told them we told people. Don't buy Gold Star Esperanza until you have blooms or buds. And uh, don't buy them anywhere but uh, Milberg with, right. with flowers on them. What are we talking about? <laughs> Gold Star Esperanza. Right, but they're hard to find. Oh, and yeah. i got a hold of some gallon cans, but I've got some odd colors coming out of Arizona because it was the only ones I could find last week. Uh-oh. So Coming out of Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the this is the uh, situation that we're in now, yeah. and there's going to be some stress and challenges for a while. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, year, years. Can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's, well, I can let's be realistic. This is going to cause some problems for the next four or five years. We're well, going to uh, well, certain was, things anyway. Trying to estimate how many 
times a day here at the show, and it'll be worse for um, Trace and his staff. Yeah. Ten times, uh, you know, is this as good as... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, the biggest question. I, I don't recognize this variety, but <laughs> it's the only one there. What should we do? Yeah. You know? Biggest question I'm getting is, is they they don't even really care so much. They said, "Would this have survived the freeze?" <laughs> that's that's most okay. of the, most of the questions we're getting. Would this have survived? Oh, <laughs> well, you had to say no for a lot of them, right? You bet, I had to say no. Yeah. Well, one thing one thing about. Uh, uh, Gold Star Esperanza, uh, it ro- roots very easily from cuttings. So once these plants that have been frozen back to the ground, when they sprout, uh, and you take uh, hardened green greenwood cutting, uh, and you can do it in any anywhere. I mean, it roots easier than a rose. And uh, you can pretty well have a plant. They'll be small the first year if they don't come back from their own root. So is it still patented? No, it never was patented. Never was patented. (laughs) (laughs) Much When you say roses, uh, that starts worrying me (laughs) because technically if something's patented and you start making cuttings, you are... Could be in trouble. Where uh, Trace, we were talking about uh, blue pompago. That uh, <laughs> a lot of, lot of reports now that it is sprouting too. That's both, good. I both Milton and yeah, I, I figured I, it would. I'm waiting on my fire bush. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's going to be late. a that's going to be a, 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 a situation because that's a little sensitive. Yeah, first time, first time we put it on the market, and it went through a winter. I didn't realize they died down to the ground the first uh, uh, yeah, but we I guess hard we, freeze we all remember how you prune them though uh, <laughs> yeah we'll drive over them with a truck or run over them with a bobcat or something and, well I've had mine in <clears throat> container for 10 years plus and it's come, surprised me a couple of years yeah. when it came back I don't know this will be a real test for it <laughs> Well, Cal- I, I think it would come back. Calvin talked about all the milkweed you have. Anything else you want to brag on that you've... Uh... I have plants. You do have plants. Have Actually, even, even compared to last weekend, you have plants. Oh, I got lots of plants. Yeah. Lots of lantanas. Uh-huh. B- believe it or not, where y'all are sitting, if you looked out where, where I'm standing this morning, almost nothing. Really? So we got like two, a little over two thousand one-gallon perennials in this morning. So oh, Nelson wow. and Peter, everybody were they were grabbing racks and throwing them off the off the not throwing them, but <laughs> yeah. pulling them off the trailer. So Gently that, placing them in, so that we could uh, do some do some business today. Good, Salvia Gregii. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Plumbago. There's a lot of neat <clears throat> sedums that came in. Yeah. Yeah. I made a copy of. Uh, uh, the, uh, the new item that you've got on the for, for sale. Uh, the, for, the, it, the new petunia? Yeah, Picardy or I was Pickle? new. I can't remember. <laughs> but there was a red and white and a purple and white. Yeah, it's well, not a red and white, but that right, red and white was in the picture. All you got to do is look out in front of us, and there's about uh, four different uh, varieties of petunia, but... And, about eight or nine different colors. I, I think all the new ones are gone, though. Those two new varieties. Really? There's only 50 flats of each. And uh, oh. 
as subsidized with other petunias. Yeah, well, there's, let's see. There's, uh, I see some foxtail ferns found a home. I'm, trying, I'm just looking at <laughs> What's up? You want to be on the radio? Nope. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. The, uh, All right. Calvin's getting a question off the air, so I'm going to bring no- his mic down. <laughs> And I noticed uh, this year, uh, or this this week, that you've got the uh, uh, Millburgers uh, Natural Lawn and Garden Fertilizer with Mycorrhiza Fund. And uh, oh, it's on sale! It's on sale twenty twenty nine ninety nine on sale for twenty four eighty eight. Now that makes it hard for me to figure up when you do ninety nine. I'm confused because I thought I had a multiple on it. No, uh, it <laughs> two oh, for something. I don't think so. Let's see. Now you got a, and then you got a lawn and garden fertilizer for uh, with mycorrhiza. Yeah, maybe that's the same one. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you got a different potting. Mix. Um, I don't have that anymore. We sold, oh. we sold out. Oh, good. Well, I guess that's good. <laughs> so I had six truckloads of soil ordered this week. <laughs> yeah. Do they come in? They're all gone. As uh, well, no. As most of it didn't show up. Ugh. So uh, I got two truckloads of soil in this morning. So I'm still missing four. So there's a lot of things that we are temporarily. Out. Not coming. <laughs> hey, I can imagine that. A uh, little, a little tough when you've got as busy as we are, plus all the activities Millburgers supporting, and then you don't know exactly when the truckload of, <laughs> of the materials are going to show up. Well, we knew because they told us so. you're going to have one truckload Tuesday, you have two truckloads Wednesday, you're going to have one truckload Thursday, and then the other vendor was going to be one truckload Friday and one truckload Saturday. Yeah. So the first four didn't show up. Yeah. Now they're telling me best Monday. And then the uh, number five and six both showed up this morning at 7 o'clock. Yes, I was here at 7 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt it. <laughs> well, there are people standing at the gate waiting to get in. Two truckloads of soil, a truckload of perennials, All right. and a couple of employees. Well, you, you're doing a, a good job uh, keeping up with it. Uh, I, like I said, I know several of the wholesale growers, and uh, they're struggling with it too. So uh, we'll do, we'll make it through. Now, Calvin's article talks about some uh, tomatoes. Well, hang on to that. We need to take a break. So we'll go, we'll get back to that tomato talk in a moment. Calvin's article. Two one zero three zero eight. You're so disappointed. Two one zero three zero eight. I know you can be a little long winded, so I want to make sure that we. Uh, yeah. You must be having confusing me with somebody. Two one zero three zero eight. Eighty-eight sixty-seven. More in a moment on nine thirty a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Real quick message about Spider-Man termite and pest control. If there's uh, pests in your home, around your house, uh, people are already talking about fleas and ticks. Uh, maybe uh, you have uh, some uh, rodents that you want to get rid of. Maybe you need to uh, oh, get rid of roaches and stuff. All right. Spider-Man termite and pest control since 1976 has been helping homeowners and businesses in San Antonio to do just that. They take a holistic 
holistic approach to the situation so they're not only get rid of them, uh, but they look and see where they're coming in, how, they, how they're causing the problem, and they treat that too, meaning they, they might help you seal up holes and stuff like that. So uh, the thing that, that I like best is hearing restaurants or other places that I know that have used Spider-Man Pest Control uh, talk about them, and they'll say it time and time again. Warren, Remy, and Spider-Man is the last pest control company we used because they're the ones that finally fixed everything. So you can give them a call, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, online at GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, we got Lynn on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hello, Lynn. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Doing well, and good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Turn. Uh, uh, everything is coming out. Even my amaryllis are blooming on time. Uh, but I have a 75-foot hedge line of 11 sweet viburnum. They've been in the ground for 12 years. They're about 12, 14 feet tall, very full, and now they're just brown. Well, I don't, uh, I'm not familiar with the, uh, I haven't grown the sweet viburnum, but my sandanqua viburnum are in the same uh, boat, and uh, I've got, we've gotten lots of reports. Yeah. And there's uh, no report so far that I can re- uh, relate that any of them have started to, to respond or sprout. No. So I'm getting a little nervous that they're going to, mm-hmm. that they may be done for. Well, I waited it out. I've been listening to y'all and did some searches, and I haven't gone out to scratch the thicker limbs to see if there's any green. The tips are pretty crispy and break yeah. off very easily. Well, if yours are like my Sandanqua, obvious, there's no stem that that's alive. My... Last hope was that they'll sprout from the roots. From the roots. Uh, but I'm losing. I'm kind of losing optimism. There. Come on, yeah. Kevin. Keep uh, the, keep the faith. Well, but that's that's a good that you you brought this up, uh, Lynn, because we can uh, put out the word. Anybody? Has anybody seen any response? There's lots of folks that plant the the viburnum and. Uh, and a lot of folks have reported to us uh, that they the tops are completely killed. Has anybody seen any action? Well, these all the limbs they're in a bush form, not a tree, and they're intermingled. They're they were gorgeous, and all the bases of all of them are anywhere between eight and ten feet in uh, ten feet ten inches in diameter. But I'm not, I mean, it's brown to the very bottom limbs that are coming off of the, the root stock itself, even. That yeah. far down. They're just all brown and crispy. Uh, I'm, I'm faced with the same thing. Uh, all of the quote-unquote hardy citrus <laughs> that I've had for 30 years in my, in my landscape next to the house. On the south side, uh, I didn't cover it, but uh, they're they're just brown like that too. So well, should citrus, I try to maybe the, just trim them up like you're going to? Yeah, 
them or something and cut them off about three or four feet and see what happens so the chlorophyll yeah. might be activated? Uh, I, well, yeah. But what you want to do is start at the tips, the ends that are, that are brown. Yes. Darn brown. And start taking sections of about, about uh, four to in, four inches long. Okay. Uh, of, uh, from the tips all the way down until you hit green wood. Okay. And uh, now, I, that doesn't necessarily mean that they'll actually come back. Right. So sometimes, sometimes the wood will stay uh, green for quite a while, but it doesn't. De- deal the final blow. Hopefully, you'll find some green limbs and wood on there. Okay. Uh, until uh, until uh, the 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 base is uh, brown, is green. I'm. And I don't may, know. I haven't really messed with them. I've just kind of left them alone. I watered them good and fertilized yeah. them. I'm all organic. And so let's let's. I'm not. I'm not very optimistic that you're going to find any green wood. But uh, let's. If you do a little exploring and let's put the word out and see if any of our other fellow that gardeners would be nice with the viburnum. Nice to hear else is seeing anything. Yeah. As well as my Confederate jasmine, I've got about an eight-foot trellis, and it's no. probably ten feet tall. And that might come back. Way. Yeah, because I know the primrose jasmine is coming, is coming yeah. back. It was, you want to do it the same way that I just described a while ago. But then, okay. but there, but there you got some pretty good chance. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I appreciate your efforts, and thank you so much for the advice. And y'all have a great day. Yeah, what kind of fertilizer did you put on it? I use Strictly Medina. I've been using it for 30 years. I uh, well... You might, you might, you might, try, yeah, you might try some uh, Miracle Grow. Miracle Grow. Yeah, because that, that's this what is, you're going to take to get the plant back. Again. This is uh, this is humor. <laughs> yeah, this is attempted humor. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Well, she used the Miracle Medina. I got it. Okay. All right. Bye bye. All right. Thank Sorry, you Lynn. Very much. Bye bye. Well, yeah. uh, keep keep in touch, Lynn, and let's, <laughs> yeah. let's see what happens. She's the same kind of person that takes a TV dinner to a funeral. Don't you pick on Lynn. throw it in the casket with it. Don't even try to pick <laughs> on Lynn. She sounds like a nice lady, and you're just picking on, you're picking on her. All right, 210-308-8867. What does Calvin's article say? Uh, I'd rather not mention it. Okay. <laughs> tomatoes, growing tomatoes. Yeah, which we don't have. Yeah, uh, Ruby Crush and BHN 968 and Tycoon. Uh, yeah. All of our uh, <laughs> recommended varieties like, that we've uh, <laughs> learned to treasure. Like I, vis- I visited uh, the wholesale grower last week and uh, looking for some tomatoes for... Uh, my farmer friends of Verstratens who are growing the uh, Ladybird uh, Ladybird Royal Blue, and uh, I went into the greenhouses to find nothing in the greenhouses or outside rolling benches. The only that the, I found the good varieties of tomatoes uh, that had just been planted, and they were about four inches tall. 
maybe not that tall. Yeah. So uh, that was last week. Uh, now I told Trace about it to the manager here, remember? And uh, he said, I told him how small they were. He said he didn't care how small they were. They're, they're trying to get those recommended varieties as they all do. So uh, if they hadn't already been bought out, <laughs> uh, they uh, they should have a good supply of recommended tomatoes, the, well, like the ones you put in your column yeah, this week. But I, 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 I uh, mentioned to Milton that I had a call from a small nursery person in mm, Wilson yeah. County. Yeah. And they were trying to buy from... <laughs> Peterson and they were, uh, yeah, they they were not. They would uh, w- would call on the date, yeah. But they were s- sold out every time before they could uh, get any more. So it's a tough, it's a tough uh, wholesale situation out there. Oh yeah, and uh, that's that's no nobody's fault except Mother Nature. That it's not a fact that the nurserymen are not trying to get the plants that they need. But uh, I also got a, a note, email. Did I get an email? Yeah. From Johnson City Joe. Yeah, he's heartbroken. <laughs> did you did you get a copy of that letter? Yeah. Poor Joe. <laughs> did you see how I, re- I uh, answered it? You said you'd help him out. Oh, okay. I thought. <laughs> uh, well, no, you said you were having the same troubles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, the the deal was he has to drive down to Millburgers from Johnson City to get plants. And uh, he said he'd he'd been calling the, this nursery and hadn't been able to get anybody to answer the phone. They've been busy. And uh, that's maybe because I gave them his number. Oh, and, they blocked and it. And they have caller ID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> that's whose number you gave Trace? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Oops. I never. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, the reason, hey. reason they're not answering the phone is because all the cl- all the clerks are outside yeah. taking care of the many customers. So you got to keep trying. Yeah. Hey, Janice is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Janice. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Well, I'm, I'm Good. How can we help you? I, I talked to you last week. I have a xylosoma hedge, and I've, I've realized by now it's gone. It's done. I've got to replace it. But it's the entire length of my, my back fence line. And I have 16 old xylomas. They're real tall, maybe 20, 30 feet tall. So I've got to have them taken out, I assume. I want to know, what happens if I just have somebody cut them off at the base? Do I have to take them out? Do I have to pay somebody to pull all the roots out? No. Uh, if you cut them, uh, go ahead and cut them to the ground in the hopes that uh, they may send up sprouts. All right. Uh, the the uh, <laughs> Everybody is saying uh, that they think they're gone. I mean, yeah. uh, like you, you have de- de- you have decided. But, well, uh, that's from what I hear and what I read. Yeah. But not because I <laughs> well, know as a you know expert. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's uh, that's all you can do in, with the hope that they might come back. 
But then, if you want to use something that uh, that will do do well, uh, that'll do well in that and grow back pretty fast, uh, you need to use something like. Um, uh, let's see. Neil recommends your Nellie best Stevens. Use. Yeah, Nellie yeah. R. Stevens and yeah. Holly. Uh-huh. Yes, they grow twelve yeah. to fifteen feet tall. Yeah, I want fifteen feet tall. That is what I need. <clears throat> but if I can't get them, though, is there a what's the next choice? If I, you know, you, people keep telling me it's hard to get plants right now. Well, uh, as, as I was walking in, and I think they're they're on sale. Uh, they've got they've got uh, yo, uh, yopon hollies. Yeah, standard okay. yopon. Standard yopon. They grow fast. Uh, they've got okay. a lot of plants, especially they've got uh, 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 dwarf uh, yopon hollies. Yeah, but too. she does she yeah. don't want dwarf. I know, but I, I'm just yeah. saying that that's yeah. out there too. Yeah, but okay. I, I, need, if you, I need something that will grow really tall. Is what I need. And so now the the other the uh, uh, standard uh, Burford holly doesn't get quite that tall, but ten or twelve ten or twelve feet tall. Okay, and are all of these likely to grow at the same rate? Do any of them grow faster than others? <clears throat> oh yeah, well the. Supposedly, the Nellie Stevens grows faster. The, yeah. Uh, and that standard Yopon grows relatively fast. Standard Yopon is less disciplined. You'll have to do a little bit of uh, pruning on it. Yeah. Uh, Burford Holly uh, is, is not as uh, not as fast as those two. Yeah, it yeah, well, says, the uh, holly sounds like is not won't grow as tall, so I'd rather choose the ones yeah. that are that are tall. Okay, so if I cut off, what you're telling me is to go ahead and cut off the xylomia down to the ground, and right. I can get, and can I get the Nellie Stevens and like put them in the ground in between those right. sixteen right. existing ones? Would that right. so then I'd have green and just maybe the other might come back. There you go. And if the other came back, you'd have to decide to take them out or what. Well, or move them. Well, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to come back. But. I don't think they'll either. Yeah. Everybody's saying no. Yeah. But I'm trying to give this lady some hope. Oh, well, that's well she's I, got hope. For, whether uh, whether it's uh, irrational or not. <laughs> new, uh, well, you, you built up my hope last week. And then there you go. Said, no, they're there not coming go. back. So that, I had them built up and dashed in the same conversation. <laughs> oh. uh, so, well, wait a minute. Do, are there special, is there special soil preparation and nutrients that I need to add? Not with the, ho- the, not with the hollies. No. 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 No, it just goes in the ground. Okay, yeah. and how, yep. how well, big? Wait a Trace just walked up here. I, I just want to say there's at least 30 flats still of those two new special petunias. Oh, good. Red, red, oh. The red and white and the purple and white. Okay, Do we good. have Nellie Stevens? Nellie R. Stevens? The, uh, grow, grows 12 to 15 uh, feet tall. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, so I had a bunch. I don't know if. How many are still left? Because most oh. of them are sold. I, I think yeah. there's still some 30 gallon. Okay. And if so they're 269. So you hear that? That's a, you're right I, about that being I, an issue. 
Are there I, uh, I, how about yeah. standard yule pine? Uh, okay, well, I got some really nice big ones. Okay. Uh, what? When is it too late to plant? In other words, if I can't get them, if I can't get, because I cannot haul these. I've got to get some, I've got to hire my lawn guy or something to come do them. But, uh, I mean, when is it too late? As long as the end of April, if, if they get in the ground by the end of the April, is that all right? So both of those plants, it doesn't matter as long as you're taking care of it properly for that time of year. Okay. Okay. And, so, and, uh, Mil- and Mil- Milberger plants them. We'll plant them for you. Oh, they will. Oh, um, gee, tell well, that to the world. We're, we're already booking in May, though. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's a good problem to have, uh, but it is a problem still at that. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, is, is the reasonable thing to do to get on the waiting list? Because does Milberger give some kind of guarantee, like, you know, six months that as long as I'm watering them, they're not going to die? I mean, that's a, if we what if, if we install it as a year guarantee, but that's excluding uh, acts of God. So like the yeah, cold that okay. we just went through, uh, any kind of act of God, lightning, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Torrential rain, okay. like the Noah's Ark kind of thing, we wouldn't be yeah. we wouldn't be responsible for. <laughs> All right. I, 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 that's 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 reasonable. That's, now tell me one other thing. Someone told me ligustrum. Is ligustrum better or or Not, is there a reason? Well, Different. I wouldn't yeah. say necessarily better, but different. Yeah, it's it's grow? not it's not something the the nursery offers it and it's on sale. I think, but it's not something Jerry and I generally recommend. Now mm-hmm. I like well, a few because the the, the birds. birds like them, and the birds like to eat them and then poop on Calvin's car. Okay, so y'all are talking about y'all are talking about a different ligustrum than I bet she's talking about. Oh yeah, we're talking about. You're, they're talking about ligustrum japonica, which has seeds out the wazoo, and what's on sale is a wax leaf ligustrum, which may or may not even bloom, much less put on Some, seed. Somebody, a friend in Louisiana, told me that she has a sunny ligustrum. Yeah, that's it's a privet. It's one that uh, I have to describe it as Martha Stewart Green. Mm-hmm. Jerry, Jerry would hate it because it's not. It looks sick. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, it I look, think it, I would hate it too. Yeah, I, it, look, really it looks an, it looks anemic, but it, I mean, okay. in certain circumstances, it's very pretty for off uh, off color if you're trying to make something stand out. Janice, I need to run. I, okay. Okay. I, how how far apart do I plant do I plant the Molly Stevens? Well, so I know how many uh, to buy. Well, at least uh, twenty feet, uh, fifteen to twenty feet apart. Okay. Okay. Thanks, right. Janice. Okay, I think we lost you. Did you hang up on her? No, I'm not sure what happened. You want to be on the radio? 308 We'll take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, uh, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nurseries. Ron and uh, John, you're up next right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. What's up? Welcome back.
back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. While the guys answer a question off the air, I'm going to tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited. Now, the store is at Northwest Military and Hebner Road, and Kyle and uh, the gang over there know how to uh, educate you and get you the right products uh, and tell you what's going on right now. Like Purple Martins are coming in, or they can tell you about the hummingbirds and how they're coming in too and how to attract them. They can uh, even, you know, it's cool because they've kind of adjusted because of the weather and they're giving homeowners advice on what to do now that the weather has changed. For instance, on the hummingbirds, uh, there's fewer blooming things out there, so put some nectar out there, put some hummingbird feeders, and you will get those hummingbirds. So go by and visit them at Wild Birds Unlimited. Say hi to Kyle or anybody over there, and tell them you heard about it on the show. But the number 210-469-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD, or you can um, just uh, check them out, Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military, and Hebner Road. And don't forget, we've got a blood drive going on today. Till two o'clock, so you can come on by and visit with us and donate blood. All right, we're gonna let's see. Go to Ron on the line, calling from Windcrest at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, Ron. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Thanks for waiting. Oh, you, it's, it's always good to wait, and it's more like welcome back because um, I, I try to call on a regular basis. Oh, well, thank you. And, and I, I think I call. I, I listen just to hear you guys chuckle. I mean, it's good medicine. <laughs> I mean, it's also, and it's from the heart. I mean, it just makes you feel really good to hear somebody else laughing about something, and to hear it, know that it's sincere and, and not only truthful, but just. I mean, you're. you're when, when, what's, when is, is the punchline coming pretty soon here? Now it, it, it's coming. It's coming. Don't rush me. Yeah, you're going to drop the other foot. <laughs> the other no. shoe. No. Um, see, we're going to grow some pinto beans this year. I know my sister is going to grow a whole mess of them, and I can't wait to taste um, pinto. There's nothing special like this we need to do with pintos that's the number one question other than just you know hopefully keep the birds and the insects away and use diatomaceous earth now i know you gentlemen have talked about diatomaceous earth and ever become my biology it's just little creatures that lived in the sea uh, thousands of years ago that are now you can literally harvest them by the you know by the ton, and you put them into the ground because you've never actually mentioned, I've never heard it, but I think the reason why people, why we use the diatomaceous earth is that it's it would be to the bugs, but what it would be to us, you know, walking on giant shards of Coca-Cola plastic bottles, it, it cuts them, right? It eviscerates them. It, it, it makes life unbearable for bugs, is that the main reason why you use it, and number two, well, I heard well, it. some. I mean, it's uh, it's not a it's not, it's not the easiest thing to use uh, effectively, but uh, I, I I have found it effective when you use diatomaceous earth with uh, some active ingredient. But uh, there are you're right, there are some gardeners that. Uh, uh, swear by it, and they're real happy with the results. So, yeah, yeah, I, I've even heard of it. In um, just recently, I'm looking into drying and uh, using jars and cans to, um, to to store rice and beans. And I've heard that um, it's a big benefit when you add the diatomaceous earth, even to your which you can sift out for cooking diatomaceous earth to your. That shouldn't be harmful, correct, to your dry beans and your dry rice that are you using for long-term storage. 
Um, you know, and the, you know when I read that, I thought, wow, that's the first one, too, because I've heard of it. You're using it generally in gardening. And this these, this group was using it to mix in with their dried beans and their and their legumes and rice and stuff. I've never heard of that. I've never, I've never heard of that. We've either. been doing this show a long time, and most people have talked about it for insect control, but not yeah. putting it in food stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and that kind of caught me, uh, t- took me aback, and they said, well, you sift it out before you cook them, and I thought, I don't know. But I don't know why you would put it in there, but anyway. I, I know, because once they're dried, and you put your, your your drying process to the oven, and then you, you there's no, no bug that's going to live in a, in a, in a yeah. sterilized vacuum anyway, and I thought it was, what? Okay, well, um, it's so good to hear from you all. And, um, Thank you, Ron. Thanks for the yeah, nice hi, words. Ron. Well, it's good hearing from you. We'll talk to you again. All right. Yeah, like 210-308-8867. We go to talk to John on the line at 210-308-8867. What's going on, John? Oh, I'm doing fine. Are you all having a good day? We are. It's busy out here, and it's nice with the overcast. Not too hot. Well, wonderful. I just wanted to give a little update on my orange frost uh, tangerine trees. And uh, for what it's worth, now, now I want to emphasize that I have some of the original ones that were grown on their own rootstock and were sold by the Garden Volunteers of South yeah. Texas at the yeah, old Wonderland right. Mall uh, yeah. several years ago. And, and they're too big to cover, so I just had to kind of leave them to their own devices. Uh, but um, I went out and checked them today, and they actually are sprouting out uh, up up the trunk. And, again, they, oh, they're not grafted. Good. They're on their own uh, uh, rootstock. Yeah. Uh, and I scratched the bark, and it looks like they're green within 18 inches of the tips, uh, sort of consistently. Now, now these are large trees; they're probably 10 feet tall at least, and and are really good trees. But they weren't covered at all, and and uh, yeah, they are sprouting out up the trunk, which it gives me great hope. My my Mexican lime and Myers lemon bit the dust. <laughs> but, but yeah, at yeah, least these. Uh, I think that's a pretty good uh, recommendation for orange frost. I guess if you could find them on their own rootstock, well, they may not be I, available like well, that. Well, they're not. They're not. They're not. The ones that are being produced now are, are not on their own rootstock. There was a what? Terry was doing a little investigation. There's was like a two-year period where they yeah. were all on their own rootstock. That's so here at Millburgers. Uh, two to three years ago. Yeah. Now, I mine did not fare as well in the cold as yours as uh, you're describing. Brown is. Yeah. It can be. Well, the only so. thing that worries me is they've kind of hung on to their brown leaves, and, you know, usually that's a really bad sign. But uh, I went out and looked at them, and, and, I mean, they are actively budding out along the trunk and, and are green pretty pretty far up, I, w- I would say almost to the end of the branches, which was surprising. That's great. Yeah, don't, uh, don't give up on them. Yeah, and also, though, uh, be be aware that when the heat starts, they're, they're uh, not just uh, satsumas, but the uh, citrus, a lot of them will have some uh, frozen areas in between the live areas, and so you you end up, your, your final inventory may not be exactly what you're seeing now. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why we recommend to be pretty cautious before you start cutting yeah. too much. 
Yeah, my thought was just to wait a little while and, and see what comes out and what doesn't. And, and when it gets nice, good, and warm, whatever's dead looking, then cut it off. Does that sound like the right approach? That's, a, that's yeah. exactly the right approach. Nobody a, will do that, but that's right. Trevor. I've got a Meyer lemon that I just can't <laughs> believe. I've got this... It's all dead all around it. Then there's a, the, a round area of about two and a half feet, and the darn thing has got leaves and blooming. And huh. and uh, I just, uh, my expectation is that reality will set in as soon as it gets to be 95 degrees out there. And, and right. Thank you, John. My, uh, go ahead. No, no. Keep us updated. Okay, dope. I sure, I sure will, and and you know I'm That's... not expecting any fruit from them <laughs> this year. But if they survive at all, I'm going to consider that a big. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. we want to hear about. Good. That's good news. That's uh, you, that's good news. You take care. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Gary, let's see if we can answer your question before we have to go to the news. Gary, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing great. I planted uh, two varieties of blackberry, and I was thinking I was even getting them late into the ground, but I didn't know we were going to have nuclear winter. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the uh, the two varieties were Brazos and Roseboro. And okay. all of the Roseboro survived. But the Brazos uh, bit the dust. And uh, my question was, I think, should I just go back with Roseboro since they're proven to, to do it, or do I need the two varieties to improve the crop? If you can find the one called Kiowa, K-I-O-W-A, like the Indian tribe. Right. But uh, but I don't think Miller has them. But if you look at some of the other nurseries, they may have Kiowa. Or, okay. or you can... Uh, Order them from Womack Nursery in De Leon, Texas. Yep. Yeah, that's where I got them. I, I got the others, so I'll I'll call them back and see if they've got Kiowa uh, and tell them. They the got Kiowa. Uh, yeah. How did the the freezing get expressed? I, it surprises me a little bit that uh, did it, did it kill the complete oh, the whole top? How do you know if the roots are dead? Well, all of the Roseboro have been coming, have come out, and yeah. all of the uh, Brazos are. They look. I mean, they look pretty toasty. Uh, and I, I'm still leaving them in the ground. Okay, good, them, good. You know, yeah, them. I, yeah. Don't don't. Yeah, there uh, may be some residual life. Oh. Yeah, I just can't imagine the process of the the, yeah. the years and years and <laughs> history we have and the did, uh, toughness that they've shown. Yeah, did uh, did you get did you cut them back the uh, dead canes in June last year? No, no, no. These were planted in December, last part of December, first of January. They're all new bare roots. Oh, okay. And before the freeze hit, I went out and mounded up uh, mulch around them just to try to protect them. And okay. then I pu- pulled it off after, you know, the the bombing stopped. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and the Roseboros, you know, they they responded pretty well. And but I don't I don't see any any life in any of the brasses. 
Okay. okay. It, may be, it may be a little later, but uh, uh, give them a chance to sprout out the Brazos. And we got to run, okay? Thanks. All right, All right we're going to take a break, get you caught up with the news and everything. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. Our number 210-308-8867. More in a moment. When we come back right after this on 930 a.m., this is The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons and Shane is on the line. Hey Shane, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey guys, I'm doing pretty good. Good, good. I do actually have I do actually have a bee report. A bee report. Yes, in the last three years I've lived at this house, I've seen a couple of bees flying around from time to time. Um, I've got a set of shrubs out front that I did absolutely nothing to protect. They are still green. They're actually starting to blossom, and I had about 300, 350 bees on them this morning. Oh, my gosh. That's good. That's good. I was thinking, uh, now I've got uh, some bee action at my uh, hummingbird feeders, and... uh, uh, I was trying to think of uh, any of the the blooms. Not much, not much action in the blooms. So, so. Yeah, and these are just starting to bloom. I mean, they're not even opened up completely yet. Huh? And um, but I mean, they're opening up just enough that the bees are going nuts over them. Now I know where where I'm getting. I'm seeing the bees is at the uh, the uh, bur- the bird baths. Oh, that's interesting because yeah. it's dry. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're so just they're, trying to get water there. Yeah, they're good. They're around the edges. Uh, uh, pretty active. And of course, the the birds are reluctantly sharing the space with them. Right. Um, my other question was sago palms. I've seen a lot of people around town cutting the fronds off and leaving the actual stalks there. Are those going to make it? Well, at least half of them aren't going to make it, no matter what. But but the 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 middle stalk is where the the green will will come. And uh, yeah, so they you take the dead fronds with uh, around the edge, but you leave that middle that middle stock it makes me a little nervous i have a tendency to recommend that they leave the uh, fronds there until they see green but they uh, people are getting impatient and they don't like that a lot of these bigger ones are flattening out a bit so yeah it should, if you're careful it should not hurt it's the chance that it's going to uh, sprout if you cut those dead fronds off. Okay. Well, I'm standing here looking at one where the stalk's about four feet tall and it's bald. I, so. s- I saw I saw at least one of my neighbors who cut went ahead and cut that uh, the the middle stalk off, which which does not bode well for the uh, future development of that. <laughs> Uh, right. Sago palm. Oh, we're talking about sago palm. Yeah. What'd and you tell him to do, Milton? Told him to listen to y'all's <laughs> advice. 
<laughs> so we're, we're, we, we've estimated, from the beginning, we estimated that at least uh, 50% are not going to make it. It's getting, it's getting into the yeah. spring a little bit, and we're not seeing a lot, <laughs> as much action as we expected. You mean we may have been over-optimistic? We may have been. <laughs> I think Mark, Mark estimated 60% lost on Sagos. What? So, uh, what did what was your estimate? Sixty percent loss on Sago poems. I was betting on sixty percent. Yeah, Mark yeah. was betting sixty. Yeah, he was a little um, more conservative than we were. So well, actually, I'm I'm standing here looking at a neighbor's Sago where the stalk is about eighteen inches high, and there is one nice green frond coming out from the ground right next to it. Well, that's that's yeah. You you could get pups, and then the the, the ideal one is when it comes out the middle, mm-hmm. because yeah. once that starts, it's amazing how quickly it fills mm-hmm. in and how attractive it is. Have so, you cut all the dead fronds off? Not on this one. Oh, okay. The one no, but the the, 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 the fronds are not going to green up, so you might yeah. well cut all those off. Yeah, but the next door neighbor has trimmed all of his off. And yeah, now we, my other question was: he can about, he can leave any green fronds he has, but if they're yeah. brown, they're not going to get ground green again. Yeah. Uh, my other question was about bamboo. Oh. Uh, well, I thought it. I thought the trees had finally killed a bunch of it. But no. this morning I drove past the zoo and I saw where there was some <laughs> green shoots starting to come up. Yeah. And then I just drove past the lot out in Alamo Heights where they have leveled the lot, knocked the house down, everything. And yep. you could tell they had bamboo back in the backyard because it's all about three feet tall now. Really? Can yeah. you believe that, Melton? No. Okay. They bulldozed well, it off and, and did, the bamboo came back. In yeah. my in my neighborhood, the uh, about half the foliage. That's one tough plant. I'm not sure why you don't recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> half the foliage uh, was frozen off, but then there it didn't even kill all the stocks because the new, your new foliage is coming right up yeah. the, the stock. So <laughs> now, Mailburger Mil- Mil- Nursery has, uh, I think they sell uh, clumping. Yeah, they clump, do clumping bamboo. And don't get that confused with, uh, what is it, golden, uh, anyway, the one that's spread rapidly like at the zoo or Milton's old backyard. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, that you know, we, we would. That lot I, 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 that I saw, all the neighbors yeah. had damp boo as well. There yeah, you exactly. Go. Yep. And you know how to get rid of that stuff? Nuclear bomb? No, move. Yeah, I think that's Stay right. your house and move. There you go. <laughs> and drive around the neighborhood and make sure there's no no bamboo in the neighborhood. Okay, can they follow you in your car? Uh, yeah. Right? <laughs> Get on the bottom of your shoe and spread it. <laughs> yeah. you know? It but, means business. But the good, the good news is, well, the news is that the bamboo didn't kill in the freeze. And the fire ants didn't kill in the freeze. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> so if you're going to plant bamboo for screening, uh, yep. use a, 
Uh, Let's uh, we we'll use the the, the clumping, clumping bamboo. All right. Yeah. All righty. All right, you guys. Have a good day. Thank and you, Shane. Shane. You Bye. Take care. What's going on, Calvin? Do you want to be on the radio? Ma'am, did you want to ask your question on the air? Did you have a question? Yes. Can we ask it on the air? Just stand right here. We're doing a radio show, so if you want to be on the air, we can do it there. Fine. All right. Okay. All right. Just yeah. you just right you just talk, and we'll get you. So you're on the air. What's going on? Can you? Good afternoon. Uh, I have a celeste fig tree. All right. That is approximately 13 to 14 years old. Uh huh. It has no foliage on it. Don't However, it I see some little tiny leaf buds coming out of parts of the trunk. Right. Is it okay to wait, or should we take it down? Oh no, wait. Yeah. Yeah. My, we were surprised at the how. Um, Inclined, uh, we kind of expected a lot more damage to figs, but they're they're looking looking good. Yeah, My, I've got one. It's not a Celeste, but uh, that is uh, it's, it's got uh, full of foliage and doing fine, just like like yours sounds like. Thank you. I have one more question. Sure. Our sweet olive is not getting any green on it. Can I remove them? Can you? Of course you can, but I mean, should I? Um, should I think I? That, I think they're going to be killed. Yeah, but I, I would I would still see if they re-sprout from the roots. They're on root on, on their own roots. Okay, last. So, so should she cut cut off the top the top? Yeah, and, uh, start just... start at the top and clip them till you see green. Right. Okay. Thank you. Live oak. I've been going. No, I'm, they're okay. Yeah. Just late in yeah. getting the leaves. Okay. Gentlemen, thank you very much. All right. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good Bye-bye. Day. All right. Thank you. Did you have a question? Yes, I do. Can we ask yeah. it on the air? Uh, I I don't care. All yeah. right. Well, just, <laughs> okay, right just start talking. You're on the air. You're okay. We're just, oh, it's we're right just, there. Okay. Yeah, there you go. We got you. Okay. I have uh, some black-eyed peas planted. The plants are fixed them, just popping out of the dirt. Something is eating the top off of the black-eyed pea plants, and I've, I've got other plants out there, but it seems to be keying on the black-eyed peas. Hmm. They're they're digging little holes. They go in there. They've got little little well little holes like this about this deep down in there. And I checked the other day, and I looked, found, finally uncovered it, and there was a black-eyed plate. There was like two of them coming up, yeah. and the tops are going off of them. Yeah, there, probably some. It's either a grub or a wireworm or something else. Is there? What about those cupworms? Well, usually they cut the plant off. Uh, uh, the yeah, eat the top off. It's it's the, the little stubs are like this, but the tops are going off of them. Yeah. But I, I got some of that repel all or whatever it is stuff in there that then and I put a, a dusted all around them and sprayed the buckets and all that and whatever it is is still doing it so that it's not afraid of that stuff. <laughs> Could be a rabbit. Well, no, I've got them screened. I say I've got screened. I've got my plants completely screened in. Oh, okay. With screen wire, all the top sides and everything. But whatever it is is small enough. It's either coming underneath the edge of the wire at the bottom, coming up in there. It's not. Is this 
is. That's right. You, but, you never had any trouble with rats. Uh, I did a few years ago. Yeah, the, I used to, uh, I used to have some problems. Yeah. But that doesn't sound like they're. Well, they, I, they would have taken the whole. Yeah, I put uh, I put uh, uh, mothballs. This is one of the things I'd gotten a few years ago. So I scattered mothballs around and dropped some inside the plant buckets. I, I do container gardening. Okay. And so I dropped some some mothballs in there. That doesn't seem to stop them. So I got that repel all, and I put all of that around in, <laughs> and that don't stop them either. So he said the guy inside suggested the only other thing in my truck. This is all I Lugo. Yeah, he and it's Lugo got plus. Yeah, and it's got yeah. cutworms and secure cutworms, salt bugs, pill bugs, slugs, <laughs> snails. So I said, well, give me some of that. I'll try something. You know. <laughs> I guess it's now. Do you find the top that's gone? Uh, onto. No, it's gone. I mean, it's, it's gone. The, yeah, the, I found, uh, uh, like, in, in my, my black-eyed pea buckets, I look in there, there's little holes, there's little holes on the inside where they're go, actually going in and uncovering the plants and eating the tops off of them. You don't, you don't see any, when you dig around those plants that have been eaten, you don't find any cutworms or anything or caterpillar-looking things in there. I, I haven't really done any investigating in the soil. I just saw the holes in there and I'm saying something something's coming in here. If it, was, if it was my garden, I would suspect uh, that it, there would be cutworms. I get... I, 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 yes. I, uh, and okay. it, it's the... the they're eating off below the soil. Line. Yeah, below the soil. They go. They go below the soil. Like the plants are. I've got some in the buckets. I can see where the plants are just popping out of the soil. Okay. The ones I have investigated, it's they go in the soil and eat the plant all the way down to the stem. All the way they eat. They're eating the top of the plant. Yeah. The plant. Like the, the, little, the little plant itself. They're eating the plant. Eating, yeah. And then it, it uh, sounds like a cutworm. You have any? You got any uh, malathion or anything at home? Seven. Seven dust. Yeah, seven dust is okay. Yeah, I got, I got, I've got some of that already. Put, put a little, put a little of that around the, okay. some of the plants. Okay. Uh, now you, this, this may work. You may have sl- uh, slugs. Well, I'm gonna take this, and yeah. I've got some seven dust. I've got seven dust already. But you've tried the experiment with the containers, and they're getting those in the containers too. Yeah. Well, I, I do container gardening. Yeah. And all my stuff are buckets or, or, half, yeah. or half barrels. I have I have 13, let's see, 16 half barrels see, I around s- my fence. Oh, wow. I, I, I switched like my tomatoes to containers. Okay, I've got and, those completely closed yeah. in. I finally kept the rats away from those. So. Okay. Well, let us uh, let us know what you find out. Uh, yeah, it's 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 confusing because I said I've, I've spent two days. Screening sides, and then I had to, then I went and got a smaller screen and covered that screen, and then I covered the tops and everything. Huh. But I look in there, and I still little the little little holes are still. Do do a little digging around those some of those that have been. Because yeah. they they should be pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, it's it's I'll I'll do that because I haven't really any. Yeah. 
this is uh, let's see we're here this is well, while you're doing that let me give the number again 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 and toll free 866-308-8867 so he's showing Calvin a picture Calvin's looking at the picture that's that's what I grow everything in and okay well that that looks good okay well that should help me yeah if you figure out figure it out or if you got some more theories don't hesitate okay. to chat with us because right. that, right. that's uh, quite an issue very good thanks right. man thank thanks. you all right that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 again if you're outside of san antonio 866-308-8867 mary is on the line hi mary welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how you doing today Mary, are you there? Oh, Marty. I'm sorry. Marty. I was I was reading it wrong. I, was, I need to put my glasses back on, Marty. What's happening? Yeah. Uh, how are y'all guys doing? Thanks for taking my call. Good. Yeah, I have a question. Uh, on my lemon uh, tree, uh, on the leaves, there's little white spots that are forming on the leaves, and I was wondering uh, what those were. Now these are is this a frozen lemon tree or are green leaves? Okay. It's green leaves. Green leaves? Sounds like uh it can be uh the green leaves can have uh areas that froze in the leaf, within the leaf. But I think that's cold damage. Okay, you think it's cold damage rather than any kind of uh of our little No, it's not a disease. No no what about what about our little uh uh, calcium protected aphids. Oh, that's what I was, uh, that's what I was thinking. Aphids. Well, you you should see those on the bottom Scale. of the leaf. Yeah, on the bottom oh. of the leaf or on the stems. Okay, now sometimes I, I do see them at the bottom of the leaf. Okay, so what do yeah. I do for that? What do I well, do? Well, there the, there yeah, you right, get right, right against the stem and where the leaf. Attaches right. to the stem, right? right. That's uh, right. that's mealybugs. That's mealybugs. And uh, how how big is, is your tree? Big? No, it's it's small. It's it's, it's in a pot. Okay, it's if you pot, got if you okay, look at look on the like I said, find them. They usually start showing up where the leaf attaches to the stem. Okay. Okay. And then okay. and tree tree down in that crevice there where that leaf is attached, and okay. uh, if it's a small plant, you could use a a cotton swab. And well, some, well, did you t- say what to treat it with? Uh, they a lot of people use uh, alcohol, like for alcohol. The oh plant. for the meal for the mealy bugs. Yeah. Oh, like and, the rubbing uh, apple. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And just put put it on top of them, on top of them, and I get rid of them. Now, and if once the tree gets big, and it has those uh, mealy bugs on it, uh, right. you can spray it with dormant oil. Okay. And uh, and and if you don't have fruit on there, 
Uh, you could spray it right now with a dormant oil. Or horticultural oil. Yeah, it's, it's mineral oil, really. Yeah. Mineral oil? If you, if, if you don't want, yeah, if you don't want to fool with, um, <laughs> you know, putting it, putting it on with a Q-tip or something, right. Uh, right. just, you could spray the whole plant with a, with a, uh, dorm, I think they sell it at dormant oil. Yeah. But they've changed the formulation to well, really whatever, mineral oil. It, it, without fail, when you go ask for dormant oil, they got horticultural oil. Yeah. If you ask for horticultural <laughs> oil, they got <laughs> dormant oil. But, but they both work. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, also, also after you spray the plant or you okay. use something on the plant, uh, right. look at the bottom of the plant. Look okay. on the bottom of the container that it's growing in. And see if you see any of those on the bottom of the pot. Jerry went. Jerry, uh, for several years, him and his team yeah. fought the battle with the uh, and they they're tough. They did too. everything that they thought about. And then then somebody accidentally saw. The, ten, the the containers and yeah. the, the mealybugs were hanging out on the containers on the underneath. bottom of the container. Yeah. And I, I, have a, I have a good report. Uh, my Crawford lettuce survived the freeze. <laughs> it's coming through. <laughs> it didn't burn. It didn't even burn the leaves. It didn't burn the leaves, and it's coming up. Well, it's coming up. It was dormant for a while, and because I, 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 I spread it the way you said uh, on a on a damp um, surface. You know, I didn't put yeah. the seeds down into the ground. I just let it was dormant. Uh, well, it was wet. And I just put, put them there, and it was dormant for a while. I said, uh-oh, maybe these things ain't going to take. Well, the snow came, covered them, and I said, well, they're goners. They're not going to come back. <laughs> but lo and behold, I looked, and here this, the little leaves are, are coming through. And yeah. I, Did you I, taste I, it? Uh, that's amazing. I, yeah. It, 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 I remember you said that it was from Oklahoma. I said, I know if he's from Oklahoma. Like, so. <laughs> yeah, that's where it came from. And uh, we've never, I've never seen it uh, burn from cold. Yeah. I was thinking, uh, I was. I noticed one, some of mine, I was going to, uh, wondering if it was uh, bitter at all. At, yeah. Uh, because, okay. Because well, of good. the experience. Good luck to you. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Always good talking good to you. We'll take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. I'm Milton Glick, uh, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. What you got going on? <laughs> uh, I was looking at uh, Neil Sperry's article in today's paper, Essay uh, Life, and... Uh, Got the. Uh, he says that the freeze will kill xylosoma, and uh, 
somebody somebody said wrote in and said that they had a let's see what do you call it oh yeah we have a a grabby weed that I believe is called Sticky Willy. <laughs> I, I take uh, it that's our... Uh, yeah. Uh, that's strong. That's strong. Did you have a question, sir? Yes, sir. Can we ask it on the air? We're doing the radio show. Will just you... Talk. Talk. All right, just, okay. just start talking. You're fine. Nope, no, we got you. We don't even have to do that. Nope. Oh, okay. Yep, you're cool. We got you. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I'm just wanting to know if y'all got any pepper plants here at this nursery, and if so, what's the hottest one you got? Oh, Uh-oh. no. Not Are you one of those? I'm a pepper freak. Oh. I'm a crazy weirdo that likes it as hot as it can possibly get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know we have some. I think I've seen some, but I don't know. Yeah, We're with the radio show, so we don't know what the inventory is, so we'll have to find look, you. Look, but, look out that away. And on that rack. See that rack? Okay. Uh, the the one that, yeah, the one's got tomatoes, I think, on it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, but that, this, uh, the selection on hot peppers is not good yet. Yeah, yeah. I think they're still uh, coming in. There's a few. There's a few uh, green peppers there, but uh, they'll be they'll be getting. Uh, we'll be getting more. Well, we hope we'll be getting. More. <laughs> yeah. The uh, wholesale nursery situation is really. Because of the cold weather and the COVID and everything. Yeah, really that was a fierce one just a few weeks back. Yeah. So what kind of, I'm, I'm guessing y'all will get some coming in. What kind would you be, what kind would you be expecting? Well, you you name it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they've had it in the past. Every, yeah. yeah. So y'all would have Carolina Reapers? They have in the past, yeah. They have in the past, yeah. Oh, uh, sweet. That, I know. No, no, I think no it's, not I think, sweet. I think it's real no, hot. I, I don't know. think it's sweet. <laughs> I was saying that slang. <laughs> you live close to here? No, um, I live uh, over there in Converse, but my wife oh, comes okay. on this side of town for the Weight Watchers meeting every Saturday. If you uh, if you tell them in the nursery, they'll put you on the wish list. So if they come in, they'll call you. Uh, where's that at? Just when you uh, in that building there, just tell them at the register that you want to be on the wish list. And do you eat Carolina Reapers? Oh, uh, yeah, I just started. Yeah. Yeah, they're... <laughs> Yeah. No, no. Well, where, no where wonder you, he's bald. Where do you, where do you find them? Uh, well, I, we've had especially order uh, those little challenge things. You know, I had the old <laughs> challenge the nine million Scoville heat unit um, gummy bear, ah. and then there was this little chocolate bar. <laughs> And uh, it, uh, the chocolate bar, it was just had just as much pepper extract in it, but um, it uh, for some reason it melted faster than uh, than the gummy bear, so it hit me harder. <laughs> I, I lasted about four minutes with that one. The gummy bear, I went a full like 15, 20 minutes. Wow, that was good. All right, you need to find okay. Trace because <laughs> Trace loves hot peppers too. So, and uh, Trace is, is the Trace is the one that ma- is the manager, but he orders it. But he has that same sensitivity and love toward the hot pepper that you do. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Where's, if where's he's he not at? if he's not sweating, he's not happy. Oh, uh, good deal. Yeah. So yeah. just a, just ask him. He's busy too. It's it's yeah. obviously uh, real busy. But, but Trace, uh, I'll be asking around. Now, kind of make when you when you head over there to put yeah, on the list, go look over there. Just kind of look over there and see what they're there. Uh, but uh, yeah, they will later. Yeah, they'll be May usually. Check back in a couple of few weeks. Yeah, but put up, but put yourself on the wish list so they can call you. I will. Thanks, right. man. Thanks. Now, I Thanks. know. Yeah, I know we're gonna have some uh, 
uh, Parsons Potent Chili oh, Penguins. They're not gazillion. Uh, oh, they, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're hot. They're hotter than the regular Pekins. Yeah. Because uh, okay. we've and had. Got my, the people that can eat them say they're very flavorful. Oh, really? I ain't eating them. Yeah. Well, uh, I love my habaneros. I know. So if they're I know. as hot as a habanero, yeah. I don't know if they are. But uh, <laughs> come come back in the last, I saw them last week, and they were about that tall. Oh, okay. So uh, I would say the first week in, uh, what's coming up, May? April. April. First week in April. All right, good deal. And you'll have to try those and tell us what you think. I don't think they have, what was it you said, a nine trillion scoville uh, units? Oh, yeah, nine, nine million scoville oh, units. nine million, okay. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's nothing. Yeah, I got But I think it. the Carolina Re- Reapers range anywhere from 1.6 million to 2.2 million. Do you cook with them? Uh, no, uh, I haven't really had much exposure to them yet. Uh, I've eaten some Jalokia stuff, and I've eaten the pepper extract stuff. Yeah, uh, okay. So I'm, I'm wanting to get them and grow them so I can grind them up, with a, dry them, grind them up, yeah. and make pepper dust out of it. Yeah. Because regular black pepper just, I mean, it's nice, but it yeah. just don't quite You just want it. to sprinkle it on the eggs so that you can't taste the eggs anymore. You just taste the... You know, it's the exact opposite. Once you get used to the to the hot peppers, yeah, it amplifies the taste of everything. Huh. So if that, that heat comes across your tongue, yeah, everything you eat behind it is louder. Oh, wow. All the flavor is louder. Okay, but I'm not sure I'm going to test your theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. Have a good one. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah, we'll tell you when we get them in here, too. Uh, all right. It's close. Yeah. And they're, they're not, they won't sell those. Which they, one? Uh, the Parsons Potent Chili Penguin. They won't sell them. What you mean? I mean, they're, they're for Millburg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just see, only place we're going to get them. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe some orange ones. Maybe. Uh, orange ones? The orange penguins? One. One, one orange penguin. Okay. And that's for you, or Trey. Okay. Uh, I take them. And, and the Rio Grande Gold. Penguin. Yeah. I like the Rio Grande Gold. Yeah. The, uh, they got, uh, we've had, you know, we always talk about uh, cutting the, or mowing the uh, uh, oak leaves. You know, yeah. That'll fall. And I guess they all fell because of the freeze this year. That doesn't mean your trees hurt or damaged in any way. Well, most of the trees seem to be blooming. Now. Yeah. Now, my red oak in the back backyard is full of uh, catkins, uh, the little pollen yeah. pr- uh, structure. And it's also uh, sort of full of young leaves. And... Uh, Jeremy was, my son was sitting out on the patio in the back, and he come running in there and said, had one of those catkins. I said, what is this? <laughs> and I told him what they were, and he said, the squirrels are eating them. Huh. The squirrels eat those, eat that uh, pollen sacks. I guess they get some kind of nutrition out of uh, there. Well, it's kind of like uh, whatever was eating that uh Pea, uh, yeah, black eyed pea mm-hmm. plant. Okay. But so the squirrels, uh, and I don't know if the uh, the squirrels were really enjoying that uh, pollen. 
Also, where, where we're talking about uh, the oak leaves falling, it said, uh, somebody writes to Neil Spear and says, Will years of oak leaves accumulating on the soil smother Asian jasmine and keep it from roots or gra- roots are grabbing in the ground? And, uh, you know, we always talk about... Uh, the Asian, most of the Asian gentlemen are frozen, and it's got brown leaves all over it. And so we tell people to mow the, to mow uh, or thread the Asian jasmine all the way to the root. And when you do that, uh, when you do that, it'll uh, get rid of, it'll ground up the leaves too. Can you mash? And you can, you can. Uh, you can also, if you don't want the leaves in your Asian jasmine, you can mow it and then rake rake the leaves out of the stubble. Yeah. Can you? I I just can't imagine somebody thinking about uh, <laughs> the leaves being there for years. Oh yeah. Well, you know, when I think about the the leaves being there <laughs> for like. Three weeks before they decompose, you know, or four weeks yeah. before they decompose. The only only thing I've ever seen happen with a, a leaf bill up is with uh, English ivy and uh, an old bed, old beds of English ivy. And I think during rainy spells, we used to have rainy spells, huh. and uh, uh, it gets a fungus in. Uh, to which we used to control with uh, captain, which I don't know if you can get that anymore. But uh, it, it has to be wet, and it has to continuously stay wet. Now, if you've got Asian jasmine, he said, uh, talks about uh, uh, keeping its roots, keeping its roots from grabbing the ground. And uh, this brings to mind a, if you've got Asian jasmine that you can lift up and it's not brown, I have brown leaves, but you, say it's going over something concrete and you can lift those runners up like a rug. And if you've got, got some green ones, lift it up like a rug. For as long as, for as much as you can, lift it up, and then cut it off where it roots into the ground, uh, and take that mat of uh, Asian jasmine and put it on a bare spot, anchor it in with some uh, potting mix or rocks or whatever, so it, it does have uh, soil contact. Uh, binds uh, contact and that, keep it keep it moist and that stuff will root bare soil no roots on the Asian jasmine within uh, three to four weeks and the whole <laughs> all that mat that you cut off that's touching the ground and kept moist will root huh. Right, we're you, gonna t- you don't have to buy a little a pots of it. 
We're going to take a quick break. So while we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery. 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio, it's 866-308-8867. We've mentioned a lot of things that are on sale. Uh, I want to remind you, you can see all the sale items as well as all the things that are happening here at the nursery by going to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com, and you can get lots of articles, lots of great information as well by going to millburgernursery.com. All right, guys, you ready? Or um, Okay, I got, I got two guys that are answering questions off the air, and they're both not paying any attention to me. So uh, we're going to, let's see, I, I will tell you the blood drive is going on today again as well, and um, that if you uh, didn't give uh, blood or you couldn't give blood today, uh they're in, okay. It is in short supply. It's been an in crisis situation for a while. So uh, go ahead and, and find, go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and find out how to give. Uh, and uh, be sure to go donate at one of their many places. All right, 210-308-8867. We've got uh, John is on the line. Hey, John, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing real good. Thanks for taking my call. Big fan of sure. the show. And I've... Uh, Landscape my whole yard using Milberger's products, so I'm a big fan Yay, of, the, thank uh, you, John. of the product as well. But uh, hey, I, I pardon me with boring you guys with another story of uh, freeze damage. But uh, yeah. I had a beautiful seven-foot-tall blueberry, Japanese blueberry, you guys installed for me, uh, and uh, sold out. Man, around my around my neighborhood, I, there's a uh, there's like a 20-year mature one just a couple of, of houses down, and it's taken a hit. And uh, I'm wanting to know, uh, looks like it's not going to make it. I don't know. But uh, what would you recommend for a replacement tree if I were going to attempt to put another tree in that can handle the the heat of San Antonio and then some any kind of a weird freeze like we experienced uh, a month ago? Uh, what would you recommend? What was it that you have now? A blue, uh, I've got a Japanese blueberry tree. Japanese oh, blueberry. Okay. We talked about that a yeah. long time ago. Um, and uh, how tall? How tall do you want it to? What do they, you know? Where they get fifteen feet? Well, what I got right now it was seven foot tall when I bought it. It was uh, sitting out over at Moburgers, and it was a mature tree, about seven foot tall at the time. And and I'm wanting something that is going to be lush and. Uh, uh, I don't e- re- even care if it's evergreen or deciduous, uh, just so that it can survive. I- I'd like something that would be, I don't know, about yeah. 10, 15 foot, and just something that would be kind of the centerpiece. Well, why don't, why don't you look backyard. at the uh, the standard, uh, one of my favorites, the standard Burford holly. It, uh, mm-hmm. It's tall like that. It's, it's uh, disciplined, thick. Um, it is evergreen. It has uh, yeah. berries. Uh, with very attractive berries and uh, disciplined. Those damn birds eat, right? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they like them. Sparrows don't eat them, brother. Um, yeah. That's 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 one to <laughs> consider. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know why anybody would plant anything but hollies. 
Yeah. I mean, as versatile as those things are, they won't freeze. They, uh, you know, they stay evergreen and everything else. I got Re- it. Recommended I by Calvin Finch and Neil Sperry. They're buddies in that. <laughs> They recommend. Well, I got to tell you, I, I, you guys put some beautiful Japanese zalosmas in because my red tip petunias were diseased. So I take the red tips out, put the zalosmas in. They freeze to the ground. I saw a Neil Sperry's uh, uh, article in uh, the San Antonio paper today. He that's he's right addressing the same question. And what's funny is yeah. right next to right next to those Japanese zalosmas is a Nellie Stevens that you guys planted, and it's like looking over at everybody and laughing. You know, it's yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah. That mean plant, <laughs> and uh, and the pit of, the door pitus forums got it too, and every hard freeze like that, pitus door pitus forums, uh, take it take hit. it on the chin. Oh, yeah. And people, what do people do in the very next day? Go out and buy more door pitus forums. Oh, they're gonna die. Replacement. What would you recommend for a replacement for the Japanese alozma? I know that the Nellie Stevens, I don't want to have all Nellie Stevens in my backyard. What what else will survive a freeze and survive the summer? Well, look at, look, compare it. How do they fit with uh, some of the other hollies? You know, they're, they're pretty distinctive. Uh, the Burford holly compared to the... Uh, to Nellie Stevens, to uh, what was the one we were talking about? Uh, standard Yopon mm-hmm. Holly or the Dwarf Yopon mm-hmm. Hollies? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, there are a lot of a lot of hollies to choose from. Now I I used generally uh, you notice I haven't said anything about viburnum because every single viburnum <laughs> in town is with the same place as the xylosma. Uh oh. They've uh, they've fr- frozen too. Um, so that 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 one we won't be recommending for a while. <laughs> every every free hard freeze we've had have killed these plants that they killed this time, and uh, and people replace them with the same thing that got killed in every freeze. So uh, what, what do you what do you think of a willow leaf holly? Uh, yeah, well, well yeah. Neil likes it. Yeah. I don't. In fact, he recommended it today in today's paper. I don't know that we have it here. Eight to ten feet tall. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, they've got some some uh, uh, some hollies that uh, that may may not have been mentioned. They've got a lot of different kinds of holly here. One of the one of the things you can do is you can men. Um, leave a list here with uh, the cashier. This, these are yeah. the hollies that I, I would like. And if uh, the willow, yeah, and that that uh, alerts the buyer to be, you know, yeah. they're, if they're used to buying Burford hollies every time, they might they might go ahead and get it the willow yeah. leaf ho- mm-hmm. holly. So, if you, yeah, if you want to do some exploring that way or to uh, to see what they can find. Yeah. Come yeah, in and try, look at them. To get some, just trying to get some uh, some green back there on a fence line and some privacy on a fence line that I thought the Japanese alozimas were going to be perfect. They were looking. They were so happy back there. And then, Yeah. Boom. How are they looking at now? <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Milton. 
what? Tell me. Sorry about that. As Milton always says. I do not say this. Ever. <laughs> Give a Kiss them goodbye. Never said that. Get over it. I never said that. <laughs> Thanks, John. Yeah, John, did you, you take guys. any pic? Yep. Did you take any pictures of those? I lost them out there. I think I, it's, it's. I, I, I can. Yeah. No, no, I don't, no, no. I don't mean dead. He's I mean, trying to set up another joke, telling you to, to take the pictures and put it in the backyard. Uh, <laughs> the pictures back. Yeah. See that, man? He, he can be, be kind of cold sometimes. Thank you, John. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Talk to you later. Let us know what you decide. John. Yeah. Karma is on the line at 210-308-8867. Calling us from Seguin. Seguin? Seguin. What's going on there, Karma? <laughs> Well, um, I had bought a, I'm calling it uh, an evergreen, but, you know, it's it's kind of like a Christmas tree type tree. And um, so ever since the big snowstorm, it's yellow, it's orange brownish looking. And I don't know if that means it's dead or if there's something I can do to help it come back to green. And you bought it, bought what, what was it? What was the plan? Do you remember the name of the plant? No, Do. I'm so sorry, I feel. <laughs> um, you you it, said it was a Christmas tree. Like, was is it a ever yeah. one of the conifers? Yeah. Like yes, a yeah. Um, like a. Oh, I'm trying to think of the cedar. Uh, Virginia. It, uh, no, it's Virginia not, pine. It's not a, it's not no. a cedar. Um, the the one that lives. Um, Arizona cypress. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The cypress. Now that the and I I haven't seen any Arizona cypress that were damaged at all, but from the cold. Mm. Now, uh, did it have did it have any uh, vines? Mine had a uh, cat claw vine growing on it, and uh, all the cat claw got uh, frozen, so that there were I'm dead sorry, leaves. Cameron. That cat claw was probably protecting it. Yeah, yeah. I know it. it was, so I'm ch- I've got a big smile on my face because that cat claw. He hates I, that cat claw. I don't. I didn't want it there, and, and now it's not there anymore. Listen, let's, let's name that after you, Calvin, and get, get, take some cuttings of it and yeah. call it. But there, uh, there's not. Claw. But there's no, there's not much you can do when you determine which part is alive and which part is dead then you can cut out the dead dead part but okay. uh yeah, but you don't you don't know which kind of plant it is i'm i'm it sure is. i've got it at the house i just didn't yeah, yeah if it's arizona cypress well you hope it's arizona cypress cuz that that's yeah. a good, that's a good one yeah uh um but uh, you say the foliage is is uh, reddish brown or something like that? Yeah, it's it, yellow, it, yellow brown. It was green. No, it's or- it's uh, orangish brown. It was it yeah. was green, mm-hmm. and then the snowstorm came, and it's brown and brown now. <laughs> hmm. That doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. Doesn't sound like Arizona cypress either. No. Okay. Does it, well, is it shape shape like a Christmas tree? Yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm sorry. You got, probably, yeah, you, I need to find. Yeah, may, maybe you can. Them. Maybe you can get a neighbor or a master gardener in the neighborhood to to ID it for you, and then then you can do some. Uh, then we can kind of talk yeah. about a strategy. Okay. Okay. All right, well, I will do that. I'll see if I can't get a hold of somebody. Then. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you for calling. Thank you, Karma. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867. Uh, we just have a couple minutes left, so uh, uh, we may not be able to sneak in, but 210-308-8867. We didn't finish the grabby uh, uh, wee. Oh, yeah. That I believe is called Sticky Willy. Or bed straw, like we call it. <laughs> I like Stinky Willie. That's yeah, kind of nice. How can we eliminate with a pre-emergent help? And so, and it's very simple to do at this time of the year. Everything that's green in your backyard can be classified as a leaf, as a as a uh, weed. And uh, no, unless it's unless it's what your wildflowers or your pop. Yeah. There's a ton of them that are about <laughs> out there. But, but what Jerry's talking about is the, our normal weeds that we always talk about, the winter weeds. Yeah. And, and so, bed straw is one of them. Yeah. And uh, you are not seeing St. Augustine yet, green St. Augustine. All that green in the backyard is either decaying uh, or dying. Um, uh, Bluegrass, my be- beautiful an- uh, sure annual bluegrass, or it's a what is Calvin's favorite thing? Uh, 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 anyway, uh, the be- best thing to spray those weeds with uh, is a uh, weed. Is the weed be gone, or are they over the top? No, over the top. Over the uh, top. Wait a minute, no. No. Uh, it, it, it has a 2,4-D in the weed killer, and it's called... Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's... If you could get, you, if you could get that... Uh, it's not the weed be gone, right? No, it's oh, okay. a, a weed... <laughs> Weed free zone? Yeah, weed free zone. All right. Good for you, Melvin. <laughs> <We're... laughs> All right. So we're... We'll, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. Okay. All right, we'll take a break, Kurt, and take, no. back, we'll take a 24 hour break <laughs> or a 22 hour break, and we'll be back here next uh, uh, tomorrow, back here at Mill Burgers, uh, and it'll be nice and crowded. The sun's come out here, so it's a beautiful day. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Barry back at the station doing a great job getting all the calls on the air. Thanks for all the calls. That was wonderful speaking to everybody today. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you back here tomorrow for Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. This is, of course, The Answer. <laughs>